Alrighty, everyone, from that clickety-clack sound, it's time for TV Oblivion, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 19, season 1. Today's date is October 2nd, 2022, and thank you for joining me today. Uh, here is today's lineup for the program. Uh, from the 1950s, I will talk about the TV crime drama, Decoy. From the 1960s, the television sitcom, Captain Nice. From the 1970s, the uh, superhero series, The Amazing Spider-Man. Also from the 1980s, the comedy drama, Beverly Hills Bunce. Uh, from the 1990s, the TV sitcom, Arsenio. Uh, from the 2000s, the television drama, Kane. And from the 2010s, the TV sitcom, 9JKL. Whew. <laughs> Sounds it's going to be a very interesting show, and I will t- talk about uh, its history, its cast, and uh, memories of watching these shows. Okay, but first, the program will go into a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by No Nonsense Pantyhose. <laughs> I remember this commercial, and uh, here's a commercial. And the commercial is from 1979, and it features actress Susan Blanchard. I'll talk about a little about her when I when I come back. Uh, she's a very interesting lady, you know, very pretty. So so sit back and relax, everyone. Thank you. Brand new from Paris. I wouldn't exactly wear it to the supermarket. For the same money, get a whole wardrobe of wonderful things and still have enough for a year's supply of no-nonsense pantyhose. That's smart shopping. No-nonsense are sheer, they fit well, they're cool because the cotton line panel is ventilated. They fit you and they fit the way you live because you get no-nonsense fit, no-nonsense comfort, and you get it at a no-nonsense price. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for No Nonsense Patty Hose. Uh, that product is still around. I haven't seen it lately, but I checked on the internet. It is available online. Uh, I'm sure you can buy it uh, at a drugstore, a Walmart, Target. I'm sure it's there. Uh, I remember they advertised this uh, quite frequently on television in the late 70s and 90s. And uh, the spokeswoman was actress Susan Blanchard. Uh, She was an actress. Uh, She started a few TV shows, but she's best known as uh, playing nurse uh, Mary Kennicott Martin. And uh, on the soap opera, All My Children, she was there from the, in the 1970s. And uh, her husband was actor Charles Frank, and he played uh, Dr. Jeff Martin, very famous character on All My Children. Then they got married, and uh, then they started together in a couple shows. And, some, and uh, she's best known as the... There was a sitcom that was very brief. It was called Mr. T and Tina. That starred Pat Morita. We'll talk about that show someday. I remember watching this. She was in there. Yeah, she's very pretty. Kind of cute. You know, and uh, I know she's still acting. I haven't seen her lately. So, um, but uh, as for her husband, uh, he's still acting. You know, I remember him on a a primetime soap opera that aired one year. It was called Emerald Point NSA, and it was a good show. I have it on DVD. I bought a bootleg, so uh, 
had a good cast, you know, and didn't take off. From the same producers as Dynasty, they created that, but they it didn't air it on ABC. It aired on CBS. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, so. I remember his commercial, you know, famous, you know, pantyhose. There was also legs. Remember that with uh, Julia, actress Julia Prowse, and also Joyce DeWitt from Three's Company. You know, pantyhose is a big deal. But uh, women today, you don't, they don't wear them anymore. Not really. I don't think so. <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> okay. At the beginning of the program, I, get, I explained the lineup of today's show, so I'm going to get started. So the first show I will talk about is Decoy, and that is a crime drama. And uh, this premiered on October 4th, 1957, ended in July 7th, 1958, uh, aired for 30 minutes. It was syndicated, uh, so it didn't air it on any network. And uh, had 39 episodes, and black and white, of course. And uh, this starred Be- actress Beverly Garland, and uh, I'll talk a little bit about her in, in a moment. But I'm going to talk about the plot of the show. So she was uh, her character's thing was uh, Patricia quotes Casey Jones. <laughs> she was a female police officer. This is one of the earliest uh, shows that showcased a a police officer that was a woman. And she was uh, she was an undercover, undercover cop, and she played a lot of uh, roles like uh, gun malls, hookers, nurses, singers, and uh, she had no partner. She worked, but uh, she had, uh, you know, uh, I only saw the show a couple times, and not on television, but on YouTube. And I liked the show, and she was very good in that, you know. And uh, had a lot of guest stars in the show, lots and lots of guest stars. They had Edward Asner, Martin Balsam, they had uh, Peter Falk, uh, Colleen Dewhurst, Vincent Gardenia, Larry Hagman was on uh, maybe a couple episodes, maybe one. Uh, there was also Diane Ladd, you know, and uh, let's see, Suzanne Plachette, she was in that, you know, and uh, believe it or not, the show is on DVD, uh, the entire series. I have not gotten it yet, but I will someday. I like to buy it, you know, for my collection, you know, because uh, most of the episodes are in public domain, you know, because of rights and all that. So right now, I'm going to play the theme song of Decoy. When I come back, I will talk about I'll talk about a little more about Beverly Garland. You know, she had an interesting career. Okay, so sit back and enjoy. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Decoy. Uh, let me talk about Beverly Garland for a moment. Uh, uh, she's been in acting for oof, a long, long time. And a lot of, she started in a lot of television shows, some of the classic ones, uh, if I should say so. And uh, 
she was best known also as uh, Barbara Harper. That's the woman who married uh, widower Steve Douglas, played by Fred McMurray in the sitcom My Three Sons. And that came later on in the years. You know, and I remember watching that. And uh, she had her uh, daughter, Dodie. <laughs> and uh, she was also best known as the mother of Kate Jackson. And uh, as Dottie West, she was uh, in the CBS television series, Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I haven't seen that show in a while. I used to watch that. It's pretty good. And uh, she did some movies, just a few, but a lot of television shows. She starred Wanted Dead and Alive, Zane Green Theater, uh, so many, you know, Laramie, you know, uh, you name it, she was in there. And uh, she was also, you know what she did? She was uh, on the TV show Planet of the Apes based on the 1968 movie. She played a, a, an ape <laughs> with the, and uh, she, you know, they put on makeup and all that. And uh, also she played on, uh, Twilight Zone, Kung Fu, Mary Tyler Moore Show, and uh, last she appeared um, in the television series uh, Seventh Heaven. Remember that way on the WB. <laughs> you know, that, that's funny. Like that. And uh, she also had her own ho um, Holiday Inn. And... Uh, you know, because she ran a uh, a lodge, like a, a hotel, like a motel. And it was called uh, the Beverly Garland's Holiday Inn. And then it was renamed the Garland. And uh, I don't know if that property is still there. I have no idea. And unfortunately, she passed away on December 5th, 2008. She was 82 years old. So I liked her. I Oh, I remember one. Uh, she appeared on Lois and Clark. And I think she played, uh, I think, Lois Lane's mother. I think she, because I remember uh, Terry Hatcher's uh, Terry Hatcher's uh, mother, who played you know the actress who played her mother, it was first Phyllis Coast, the first Lois Lane in the Adventures of Superman. Which I remember that, so that was uh, that was great. She's she was a wonderful actress. I liked her. Okay, next up, I will talk about Captain Nice. Oh boy, <laughs> this one's a dilly. <laughs> I remember this very well. And uh, here's a little history of that. Um, uh, Captain Nice was a sitcom. Uh, it uh, premiered on January 9th, 1967 on NBC. Uh, ended August 28, 1967 on Monday nights. And uh, it only ran for 15 episodes, so very short. And there was a similar series on CBS on, the, on on Monday nights, it was also, also called Mr. Terrific. We'll talk about that someday. And uh, the plot of the movie was there was a there was a chemist. He worked for the police department. His name was Carter Nash, and that was played by William Daniels, best known as the voice of Kit on Knight Rider, and also on Saint Elsewhere. And he discovered, and he, excuse me, he discovered a secret formula. When he drank it, it transformed into Captain Nice, you know, like a real superhero. And uh, <laughs> so it's funny like that. And uh, also in the cast was uh, Alice Ghostly that played his mom. 
and uh, she's best known as Esmeralda on Bewitch, also as Bernice Clifton on Designing Women. I love their that show. And uh, there was also Sergeant Candy Kane. That was played by Anne Prentice. She had an interesting life. I'll talk about her in a, in a moment. Also in the cast was Liam Dunn as Mayor Finley, and also Byron Folger as Mr. Nash, but he was not seen. Uh, he was like off, you know, he was reading a newspaper. You heard his voice. He, he was in a lot of television shows. I remember him from Petticoat Junction in the later years. And the series was created by Buck Henry. We all know him and uh, who created, who co-created Get Smart. Wonderful show. And uh, so I have this show on DVD. I bought a bootleg in a comic book convention and I watched it. Not the greatest quality, uh, but, uh, you know, it was, it was amusing. It really was. <laughs> and uh, I remember one guest star was on the show. It was Joanne Worley before she started on laughing. She was on the sitcom. She was in there. So, and uh, she was very calm. She didn't yell or scream or laugh. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay. And, uh, the show is not on DVD officially, but it is uh, officially in Germany under uh, uh, under German uh, subtitle. You know, it was, uh, it's, there's no English subtitle, so uh, maybe you could find it if you want to buy it. Help yourself, but uh, I'm waiting for an official release. I don't, know, I don't know if that'll happen. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it will. So I'm going to play, right now I'm going to play the theme song of Captain Nice. And then when I come back, I'll talk a little bit about William Daniels and also Anne Prentice. This will be fun. Okay, so sit back and enjoy. Thank you, everyone. Look, it's a man who flies around like an eagle. Look, it's the enemy the whole that's illegal. Look, at the muscles on those arms, they're like hammers. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Captain Nice. Kind of catchy, too, like that. Uh, actor William Daniels, uh, you best he's best known as uh, not just uh, the voice of Kit in the Knight Rider series. He's also as George Feeney uh, in the sitcom Boy Meets World. I liked him in that role. He was pretty good in that. And also St. Elsewhere. Um. St. Elsewhere, he played, uh, what was his name? Let's see. Dr. Mark Craig. He was there for the entire run, and uh, he was not a very nice doctor. <laughs> He's just nasty like that. And uh, his wife, uh, he, he is married to Bonnie Bartlett. They've been married for a long time, and uh, she appeared. I think she appeared on the show of, of St. Elsewhere. I think she did. Uh, he'd been acting forever. He was in a lot of TV shows. I remember him on Night Stalker. He was also uh, the last, uh, probably the last uh, appearance he did was Grey's Anatomy, I think it was, or a major role like that. And uh, so, oh, he also, he was best known in The Graduate. He played um, Dustin Hoffman's father. And he was like, oh, kind of pushy man. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get him to, you know, go into that. But uh, 
you know that that movie is i like the movie but it was um, kind of somewhat disturbing you know like people were nasty toward uh dustin hoffman's character and gretchen because he slept with mrs robinson well he was forced to sleep because <laughs> she was you know she was so uh what's that word persuading <laughs> Believe me, she was. <laughs> so, uh, believe it or not, he's still alive. You know, he's 95 years old. God bless him. You know, that's great. I think I saw him on television about maybe one or two years ago. Still, uh, he's still with us. Thank goodness. Yeah, wonderful actor. Also, uh, in the sitcom of Captain Nice was Anne Prentice. And uh, this she she was a very interesting person. Uh, she's the sister of Paula Prentice, and she was married to Richard Benjamin, and they co-starred in a television sitcom called He and She. I like that show. I will talk about that someday. And uh, so Anne Prentice did, uh, I don't think that was her first TV role. She did other uh, television roles, So, and she was in Get Smart. She was in Hogan's Heroes. Uh, she was in Beretta. Uh, a lot of movies, uh, California Split, um, The Out of Towner, she was in there, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, then her life turned to the worse. I don't know what happened to her, she just snapped, <laughs> and then she was, um, then she, she was convicted. Uh, for ass assaulting her father and making threats of their and other members of the family, probably uh, Paula and Richard Benjamin. You know, so that was, uh, oh, you can imagine the, the uh, what was going on with that. And then she was, uh, she was convicted and then she tried to hire, and uh, she, she attempted to hire um, an inmate to kill uh, her father, her brother-in-law Richard, and also her sister. Oh my God, that was that was bad. So, so she she was sentenced to nineteen years in prison. Uh, I don't know if she was insane or not. I don't know. She just driven. It was horrible, horrible. Unfortunately, she passed away on twenty ten, January twelfth, twenty ten. She was seventy years old. So, what a shame. What a shame indeed. Yeah. I watched her on Captain Nice and the other set, sitcoms I mentioned. She was very good, very pretty. But, you know, life takes uh, weird turns. <laughs> you can imagine. Okay. Next up, we have, this is interesting, uh, the t uh, television series, The Amazing Spider-Man, based on the comic book series. Uh, I remember watching this very well. So here's a history of this. Uh, it ran for two seasons. Uh, it, it aired on CBS. Uh, uh, debuted September 14, 1977. Ended July 6, 1979. And it start, and the show was about the superhero, Spider-Man. Azalea's uh, was Peter Parker. And uh, had a interesting cast of that and uh the actor who played uh spider-man was nicholas hammond and uh and there was joe j jonah jameson his boss and that was played in the pilot by david white 
who's best known for Larry Tate on Bewitch, and but he just appeared on the pilot. I remember watching the pilot, and then uh, the, the the actor who took over his role was Robert F. Simon, and he also started to be in Bewitched. He he was uh, Samantha Stevens' father-in-law, you know, in the first one. Also, there was uh, Chip Fields, which we know as Kim Fields' mother. You know, from Facts of Life, and, and her, she was famous for her role on Good Times as Penny, you know, played by Janet Jackson, her, her abusive mother. Oh, my gosh, she was eesh, terrible. <laughs> also, there was Michael Pataki. I remember him, and he I remember him from Batman. He was one of King Tut's uh, henchmen. <laughs> also, uh, in season two, there was uh, Ellen Bry and... Uh, She's best known in Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. And uh, the only pe- uh, the other characters from this Spider-Man uh, comic book series was not just Peter Parker or J. Jonah Jameson. Also, Aunt May was in there, and and also uh, there was Robbie Robertson. He was who played. He was in the Daily Bugle. That's where they worked. And also uh, in the and. Uh, there was a, a scientist called Farley Stillwell. A lot of people would remember him. He was the scientist responsible for creating the, the villain Scorpion. You know, if you're a Spider-Man, a Spider-Man fan, you would follow, you know, the comic book. You would recognize him. So, um, as usual, uh, J. Jonah Jameson, he was just nasty, demanding, yelling all over the place. You know, just like just like in the in the cartoon series in 1967, also in the movies. You know, like that. So I forget the actor's name. I can't think of him. So um, offhand. So I'll find out in a moment when I come back when I play the theme song. And uh, I watched this show. I liked it. Uh, the funny thing is, it like villains. It didn't have the, his rogues gallery. Like, for example, Green Goblin, Electro, the Vulture, uh, Sandman. Uh, let's see. Did I mention Vulture? Yeah, I probably did. And uh, all he had a great, he had wonderful villains. None. Nothing. Other supporting casts were not in there as well, like Mary Jane. Who, who uh, Peter Parker eventually married? Gwen Stacy, Harry Osborn, no. <laughs> Flash Thompson, no. <laughs> you know, so maybe they needed that. That's what happened in Wonder Woman. They needed the villains. You know, they need uh, some people to recognize that. I like the show, and Nichols Hammond was a good Spider-Man. I liked him a lot, and uh, I first watched it when I was in high school, first year. And I watched a few episodes, but I got a little bored after that. I mean, it wasn't exciting. But uh, ratings was good at first, but then it just canceled after 13 episodes. So uh, that was that. So right now I'm going to play the theme song of The Amazing Spider-Man. And when I come back, I'll talk about uh, Nicholas Hammond, the actor who played him. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you, everyone.
Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the uh, introduction of The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, the actor who played in the movie, uh, the actor who played J.E. Jonah Jameson in the movies uh, was J.K. JK Simmons. I remember him. Uh, he was a funny man. <laughs> so, you know, and, uh, you know, he was like comic relief for that. That's a funny thing. And then, but I'm going to talk about the actor who played Spider-Man was Nicholas Hammond. And uh, he is best known as Frederick Von Trapp in the 1965 movie, The Sound of Music, that plays uh, every year on television around Christmas time. It's a wonderful movie, you know, with Julie Andrews singing and all that. And uh, it's it's lovely. It's a lovely movie like that. And... Uh, he also did uh, what he's famous in, in television, that is, is an episode of The Brady Bunch. And uh, that was, uh, his character's name was Doug Simpson, and he asked Marsha Brady for a date. And uh, the classic scene was then when Peter and Bobby Brady were playing football in the backyard, and then uh, I think Peter threw the football and hit Marsha on the nose. <laughs> Oh, my nose. <laughs> I remember that. And uh, she was uh, very self-conscious about that. But the thing is, she had another boyfriend. I think it was a friend. And he asked her to go out. But uh, so she wanted to go out with the football player because he was more interesting, more exciting. But uh, and then she realized, no, you had to be honest. Also came, came up with the famous uh, line, suddenly, something suddenly came up. <laughs> That stuck in my head. And a lot of people remember that. You know, and uh, it's a classic Brady Bunch episode. He also appeared in a lot of uh, uh, daytime soaps. He was on General Hospital. He was on Hawaii Five-O. And then later on, uh, he also he was in uh, part-time soaps, Falcon Crest, Dallas. And then I think he moved back, moved to Australia and did acting there. So yeah, I think he still lives there. So, you know, but that's all I remember from Doug Simpson, from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Still a classic episode. Okay. Next up, uh, we have the comedy drama, Beverly Hills Bunts. Beverly Hills Bunts. I always say Beverly Hills. It's Hills. Hills. Gotta say that. That was a spinoff of the police drama, Hill Street Blues. And I remember this show very well. And... Uh, this premiered on NBC November 5th, 1987. Uh, last aired April 22nd, 1988. Uh, had uh, 13 episodes. Four were unaired, 30 minutes. And that starred Dennis Franz. You all know him from NYPD Blue. Always had a scowl on his face. <laughs> that man never smiled at all. <laughs> you know, hardly. Didn't crack a smile. I don't know. He was just uh, down in the dumps about a lot of things. And uh, he played uh, Norman Bunce, and uh, he appeared, uh, let's see, so yeah, he was on Hill Street Blues, he was not a, an honest cop, <laughs> no, <laughs> he was not. So uh, the spinoff was that he moved to Los Angeles, and he became a private invest, you know, private investigator, so uh so he quit the 
police force over there on Hill Street Blues and then moved out. And then, uh, you know, because I, what I understand, I don't remember watching him on Hill Street Blues, maybe a couple episodes. And uh, he was very good, very convincing. Uh, I like him. He's a wonderful actor. And uh, so also the people in the cast were uh, Peter Jurassic as Sid Thurston, you know, and uh, Dana Wheeler Nicholson as Rebecca Griswold. And uh, she was in a lot of uh, movies uh, like Fletch, Tombstone, you know, Fast Food Nation. And she appeared on a lot of television shows. She really did. And uh, one person, uh, one character from Hill Street Blues that made an appearance on the show was uh, the character Erwin Bernstein, played by George George Weiner. He was on a lot of TV shows, so he appeared in that. So that was the only one. And uh, so he, uh, so Dennis Franz's character, Norma Bunce, got into, you know, he, uh, you know, got involved with cases. Uh, some were funny, you know, and very impatient man. <laughs> This was heavily promoted. I remember that. It really was. And uh, it was in between like the big juggernaut Thursday night uh, shows, you know, Cosby Show, Family Ties, Cheers, Night Court. They used that. You know, that was classic 80s, you know, lineup. Oh, my God. It was uh, wonderful. It was amazing like that. And uh, so right now I'm going to play the theme song for Beverly Hills Buns. And when I come back, I'll talk about a little more about Dennis Franz. You know, so this will be interesting. So I'll sit back and enjoy. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Beverly Hills Bunts. <laughs> Got it right. <laughs> uh, let me talk about a little about Dennis Franz. And he's best known as uh, NYPD Detective Andy Sipowitz. Sipowitz. Sip <laughs> terrible. From NYPD Blue. Won four uh, primetime Emmys. Wonderful actor. You know, also... Uh, Let's see. Uh, he was born in Maywood, Illinois. You know, where you know near me, and uh, he was. His father was a baker and a postal worker, and uh, 
and uh, also his, her his mother her his mother was a postal worker. So I read I read somewhere or heard on television that he were he was a mailman too for a little while. You know, they got him the job, and then uh, he served in the army after graduating from college, and then uh, then. He began his acting career at the Chicago's Organic Theater Company. I remember that. And then he started. Uh... Also, he played a um, another role in Hill Street Blues, not uh, Bunce, but he played Detective Sal, Sal Benedetto. And uh, his character, he kills himself in that uh, in the season. So. Yeah, I don't remember that, you know, but uh, from what I heard, he was uh, very convincing. <laughs> you know, and then he uh, he was uh, he worked with uh, Brian De Palmer, and he played he was in the movie Body Double. I remember that, and uh, he also and after that he uh, was cast as uh, Andy Sipowitz in NYPD Blue. He was a very uh, very good actor and like that. And uh, let's see. So after he, after the, sh the show was done, it was canceled. He just retired. You know, he was, you know, he wanted to relax. So, you know, so that was, uh, that's nice. I I'm glad he's doing fine. You know, he's doing okay. Also, he was in the movie The Fury that was filmed in Chicago. I remember that when they filmed in old Chicago amusement park. That so, uh, you know, he was in Cycle 2, he was in Scarface, uh, Die Hard 2. Oh, I, I, I remember him, Die Hard 2, he was uh, a real badass, <laughs> but I already, you know. It probably he's a very nice man, very relaxed, you know, very likable. But on, on uh, when he's on television or movies, he's a different personality. It's amazing, like that. Well, yeah, very talented man. I like him a lot. Okay, next up we have Arsenio, the TV sitcom. Uh, I remember the sitcom uh, very briefly. <laughs> So uh, this premiered on ABC March 5th, 1997, ended April 23rd, 1997. Only seven episodes. Very short-lived. Short, short-lived. And it started at Arsenio Hall. You remember him from his talk show from the late, uh, from, from the 90s. And also started Vivica Fox. Vivica A. Fox, you know. Uh, she's best known for... A lot of sitcoms. She was on Days of Our Lives. She was on Soul Train, you know. And uh, the premise, the premise of the show is uh, Arsenio Hall played Michael Atwood. He was a host of a sports cable show in Atlanta. And uh, Vivica A. Fox's character was Vivian, and she was a lawyer. And uh, the other members of the cast was Kevin Dunn, a very talented actor. He was a lot of movies, a lot of television. Also, there was uh, Alan, let me pronounce his name, Alan E. Ballard. He played uh, A. Fox's younger brother. And also, uh, there was Shawnee Smith, which I discussed in the last uh, podcast episode. She was in uh, All is Forgiven, and the series that starred Bess Armstrong, and she played her Vivian's best friend. You know, And uh, that lasted seven seasons. I remember this was heavily promoted. 
you know, at that time. And uh, the ratings were terrible. And I watched, uh, I did not watch it when it aired. I don't know why, uh, but I did watch the ep- first episode on YouTube recently. And it was, I like the show. Arsenio Hall is very talented, you know, very calm. He's a funny man. I like him. I like him a lot. And uh, I guess uh, that's how it is. You know, I liked him in Coming in America, Coming in America with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> it's funny on that. So I'm going to play the, um, what's that called? This is the pilot episode, and uh, here's the theme song for Arsenio, the TV series. Okay, so here we go. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Arsenio. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Arsenio Hall. Um, I remember he was uh, like a stand-up comic, and uh, he made uh, he was uh, he was the announcer and sidekick to that short-lived talk show, Thick of the Night, which. Um, Started Alan Thick from Growing Pains. I remember the show, and that was heavily promoted, and uh, you know, but that that didn't last long. <laughs> and uh, he also he was famous for his comedy film Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. Wonderful movie, I like that. Then um, the Late Show that starred Joan Rivers. Remember when she went went to Fox and she had her own uh, late night talk show? I liked the show, and she was great, but uh, everything fell apart. And she left. And uh, he took over the, the, uh, he took over the, the, as the host of the show in, in 1987. He was very good. Then uh, he was offered his own show. And uh, that lasted from 1989 to 1994. I watched it uh, long, uh, quite a while. I watched that. Uh, his, uh, the audience were, going, were chanting in the, uh, you know, out there going, woof, woof, woof. I remember that. <laughs> you know, that was a pop culture thing like that. And uh, when that ended, uh, he appeared at other shows and that. And, uh, and then he had another talk show that premiered in 2013. And that, uh, that was canceled one season. So that's too bad, you know. And then, um, you know, but I like him. He was a great show. You know, he's a, and it was a great show, that is. And it was a nice, uh, he, he's a wonderful man. Very talented. Makes me laugh. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have the television drama, Kane. And uh, this was a great, good drama. I remember this uh, when it was uh, the advertisement for this show. And it premiered on CBS uh, September 25th, 2007, ended December 18, 2007. I only had 13 episodes, as usual. And that's it had a good cast. And it, had, it starred Jimmy Smits from L.A. Law, NYT, 
PD Blue. You remember him from that. And uh, he was he portrayed Alex Vega, and he he was uh, adopted son, and he was chosen to uh, as an heir to the family sugar and rum business in I think Miami, in South Florida. That is, and uh, so there was like a conflict, you know, with the family members. That's what that's what most primetime soaps do. <laughs> that's how it is, and. Uh, like I said before, it had a wonderful cast. And uh, let's see who was in the cast. I will tell you. It was Hector Elizondo. You know him. Everywhere. You know, Last Man Standing, uh, Chicago Hope. Wonderful actor. Also, Nestor Carbonell. Do you remember him from Suddenly Susan? The sitcom that starred Brooke Shields. Also, there was uh, the other... Well-known person, uh, a person that was uh, in the show was Rita Moreno. Anything she did was magic. She was great. I loved her. You know, and uh, didn't do very well. You know, with the um, ratings-wise, so uh, that's a shame. It really was, and uh, it looked pretty good. I never, I didn't see the show when it aired, so now I watched a uh, portion of it on YouTube. And uh, it was pretty good. It was like very, you know, promoted like that. So right now I'm going to play a promo of the show, Kane, not the uh, theme song. So it's about, uh, let's see, I forgot the time, uh, almost three minutes, you know, but it goes very quickly. So you would like, so you enjoy, you would listen to Jimmy Smith's and other actors. And uh, I liked it. It's very good. So here is the promo for the television drama Kane. Thank you, everyone. Season on Kane. Congratulations, Mr. CEO. When a natural born son has passed over, it makes for a very bad feeling. Frank was not ready to take over the business. Alex Vega stole your birthright. Don't be the good son, Frank. Take back what's yours. How long have you been sleeping with Alex Samuels? That's not your damn business. You made it my business, Frank. I want to make sure that I'm not being played by Alex. But yeah. How much? 500,000 gets the job done. How much you need? Half a mil. No problem. We take care of everything. How about that VIP room? Got outside funding. A group of Israeli businessmen. Some of these businessmen are in control of a lot of the ecstasy market. I can't have your guys dealing in here. It's such disrespect. <laughs> they sick the pit bull on him. They beat him to the ground. Word was put out. He had to lay off. Somebody's protecting him. The feds. Don't just get away with this, man. Body that disappeared, it can come back. I will never pay blackmail. <laughs> Send a scorpion to my house. Where my family lives? If we get rid of Quinones' body, it won't matter what Miguel says. I had a visit from a friend of yours last night. He told me Quinones is dead and that you're the one who had him killed. I guess I'll have to call my friends at the police station. You going to tell them about the little girl you had kidnapped and killed? When I have to kill someone, can I really do it? When the time comes, Jamie, you'll do what you have to. Quinones was shot and killed before he went into the drink. Alex, please tell me you had nothing to do with this. I would never let anything happen to you, to my family. Rebecca and I are engaged. <laughs> well Congratulations. Huh? Thanks, sir. My mom loves you. Well, she doesn't want you to marry me. You have blown off MIT, you've enlisted, and now you're engaged. Having any second thoughts? I know your cancer has returned. How long? Six months. No. They were wrong 
before and they're wrong now. I'm sorry, I'm not your father. He's your father too. Are you sure you want to do this? That's what has to be done. Take your other tissue. I have to trust you, Santo. No good poker player folds a winning hand. I don't play poker. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the promo for Kane. That was pretty good. Uh, let me talk. I will talk about uh, Jimmy Smith's right now. You know, he was in a lot of television, and uh, he was best known in L.A. Law, of course, as Victor Fuentes, and also in NYPD Blue, which I mentioned with Dennis Franz. He played Detective Bobby Simone, and uh, he was also in The West Wing. I remember that. You know, and uh, wow, that was that was something. Yeah, and uh, here's a little trivia about him. Uh, when Miami Vice first aired in 1984, and he played Sonny Crockett, played by Don Johnson. He played his original partner, and uh, in the first five minutes, he was killed in a car bomb. So you know, I. I rewatched I rewatched it uh, a long time ago to see that new that was him, you know. So uh, that was interesting, like that. Also, uh, he also played a repairman in Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> so I saw that on TV, and that was funny, you know. And uh, he was also in Star Wars: Attack of the Clones in two thousand two. Also, uh, two thousand uh, Star Wars Episode Three: The Revenge of the Sith. And other and the other Star Wars. So he played Senator Bale Organa of Alderaan. Oh, he was I saw that. That was pretty good. He was pretty good in that. <laughs> and uh he was also in the TV series Dexter. I remember that. And uh, you know. He also played in 2018. Uh he played uh, Elijah Strait in the in the drama in NBC called Bluff City Law. That didn't last very long. So, so he's he's still acting to this day. He's very talented. I like him a lot. Okay. Last show I will talk about now is the sitcom 9JKL. And uh, you're wondering yourself, what does that mean? <laughs> I'll tell you what it means. So, uh, this premiered, the show premiered on October 2nd, 2017, ended February 5th, 2018. And I had a good cast. Uh, there was Mark Feuerstein. You remember him from Royal Pains on the USA Network. Also, there was Elliot Gould and Linda Lavin. So Mark Feuerstein played Josh Roberts, and Elliot Gould and Linda Lavin played their, their parents, Harry Roberts and, Ju- and, and Judy Roberts. Also, there was uh, Liza LaPira. She played Eve Roberts. David Walton as Andrew Roberts. And there was also 
Albert Tay, Tay as Ian, and Matt Murray as Nick. And uh, the reason for 9JKL was uh, he moves back to New York, and his apartment was, the apartment he lived in the building was apartment 9K. Okay. And his family lived in adjacent apartments. His parents lived in 9J, and his brother and sister-in-law and their newborn baby lived in 9L. <laughs> so it was like that. So they all lived together on the same floor next door to each other. And that the, the, the plot lines just flourished. <laughs> Excuse me. So um, I watched the show. I remember it. It was pretty good. It was pretty funny. London Lavin, of course, the best. <laughs> Elliot Good, I like him a lot, you know. And uh, they had some guest stars on the show. Uh, one that stuck stood out was Christina Pickles. She starred in Friends with Elliot Gould. I remember that. And also there was uh, Fred, Fred Willard, uh, Phil Morris, uh, Greg Morris's son. Also, there was uh, Sherry O'Terry. You remember her from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, she was in the, she guest starred on the show. And uh, didn't do well in the ratings. Only ran for 16 episodes. So uh, when I come back, uh, when I play the theme, I'm going to play the theme song. And when I come back, I'll talk about a little more about Mark Feuerstein. You know, because he's a very talented actor. And uh, the theme song is very brief, very short. It's like, zip, it's done. Okay, so here we go. Joshy, it's your mother. Bro, are you in there? It's Dad. How great is it that we live next door to each other? Hello? Why are you ignoring me? I know you're in there. I can hear you breathing. 9JKL, new this fall. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song theme song for uh, 9JKL. Very brief. You know what? Like that. <laughs> uh, let me. T- I will talk about Mark Feuerstein uh, briefly. Um, he's a very talented actor. He appeared in uh, his first television role was a as a cop in the soap opera Loving. Do you remember that? Yeah, and and uh, he he was in a movie Practical Magic from 1998. That was a good movie. I like that. And uh, he was also in Sex in the City, and he played in The West Wing. You know, and. Uh, his famous uh, role, you know, because he started in a lot of television shows that didn't uh, survive. It was like, uh, you know, you know, like that. And uh, but his famous television uh, role was uh, in the television show Royal Pains, and uh, that ran on the USA Network from 20, 2009 to two thousand sixteen. It was a pretty good show. I like the show. I've seen a few episodes like that. And uh, he's still acting to this day, you know, so that's great, you know. And uh, hopefully you'll find the uh, another successful t- television show. That'd be wonderful. Okay. Whew. So that's it for this episode. <laughs> so I will do a recap of what I discussed. And so here we go. Uh, from the 1950s, I talk about the uh, TV crime drama Decoy from the 1960s, uh, the television sitcom Captain Nice, 
of the 1970s, the superhero series, The Amazing Spider-Man. Also, uh, from the 1980s, the uh, comedy drama, Beverly Hills Bunce. From the 1990s, the television sitcom, Arsenio. From the 2000s, the uh, television drama, Kane. And last but not least, from the 2010s, the sitcom, 9JKL. So uh, that's an interesting line about it today. I'm glad I chose it. So thank you for joining me. I had a good time uh, with the show. Uh, this will be published uh, wherever podcasts are available, any apps you want to you know, tap. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Audible, if you like. Also, uh, Crackle, Overcast, uh, CastBox, I think. You know, and it it also be posted on my YouTube channel, TV Oblivion. So if you don't want to bother listening on an app, go to YouTube, do a search, and do type in TV Oblivion. You will find it. It'll be posted uh, probably this afternoon, and it'll be ready for you to listen. Okay, so uh, this is Picasso's host of TV Oblivion, the podcast. Uh, I hope everyone will have a wonderful day, and uh, Tuesday's my birthday, so <laughs> yeah, I'm not, uh, I said this on my other podcast, uh, Van- Vanish Chicago and Stories, I'm not going to do a podcast, any podcast that day, so I'm taking a break. I will probably do another episode of TV Oblivion this weekend, so it'll be episode 20, oh, how time flies, <laughs> so uh Bye-bye, everyone. And right now I'm going to play the ending theme song, Pick and Pluck. So uh, hope to hear from you soon. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.